You're listening to Rooster Teeth Podcast number 512. If you hear something you would like to see from this episode, visit roosterteeth.com. Hey everyone, welcome to the Rooster Teeth Podcast. This week, I want to thank MeUndies for being the presenting sponsor of the Rooster Teeth Podcast. You've all heard me obsess over MeUndies and the amazing colors and prints they offer. But guys, did you know that MeUndies also makes the world's most comfortable lounge pants and tees? With fall finally here, now is the perfect time to put on these cozy essentials and put them to the test. Uh, I love uh, the lounge pants. They're super comfortable. I have a pair. Uh, yeah, they're great. I love when it gets cooler because I have an excuse to wear them around the house. Oh, yeah. I should wear them to work. Um, <laughs> the lounge pants. Do you want to wear them together? Yeah, let's do it. Why okay. not? <laughs> uh, we, we'll lounge at work. The lounge pants for me undies are made from the same micromodal fabric as their undies. And let me tell you, you'll be in fall heaven when you cover your entire bottom half with fabric that is three times softer than cotton. MeUndies also love celebrating the fall season with fun Halloween prints. They got their latest jack-o'-lantern prints in undies, socks, and bralettes. I have not seen those yet. I saw the Star Wars ones the other day. I was talking to Blaine oh, about yeah. them. Uh, when you join the MeUndies membership, you can get all of this stuff, lounge pants, tees, undies, everything else MeUndies makes for less than anyone else. To get your 15% off your first pair, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash roosterteeth. That's MeUndies.com slash roosterteeth. It's a no-brainer. Get 15% off a pair of the most comfortable undies you'll ever put on. Cover thank, your bottom. I'm wearing Thank a you, pair me right now. Here, camera, cut to me. Here, look. <laughs> I'm wearing them right now. Look. Cut oh. away. Cut to black. Cut this episode's also brought to you by Blue Apron. <laughs> a little less dramatic. They're over there. We'll talk I, about have, I have some that in my pants as well. Here, camera, look <laughs> We'll talk about them a little later. I'm Gus. I'm John. I'm Barbara. I'm That's Blaine. <laughs> and I'm Gus. I invested in a bunch of these belts. They're the old like belts that like the Boy Scouts wore. You know? Is that like the kind with the magnet in it, or is it the kind with like? No, it's just like you like loop it through the buckle. That's a Boy Scout belt. Yeah, like I used to wear this in Cub Scouts. So when I bought it, I was like, oh, that's nostalgic. And then they ended up being like the best, cheapest belt imaginable. Is I it, never got to be in Boy Scouts. You didn't it, miss anything. Do you know what I was in? Who were you in? I was in Awanas. What's oh, that? That's like the church. That is version. the church version of Boy Scouts with. Out any of the fun stuff the Boy Scouts Awanas get forever? to do. Is that what you guys did? I think we did. Yeah, Boy really? Scouts. Why do you know that? Boy Scouts, they give you a knife, and now yeah. it's causing an obsession <laughs> that lasted a lifetime. I was making a Wakanda forever. Oh though. no, Awanas. I don't know. Maybe we didn't. Maybe that's what I. I, I yeah. That'd be really bad. Um, no, I was in Awanas, and that's about the end of my story. I've, I've I just wish I could have been in Boy Scouts because we got to go in camps and stuff. Yeah, they. If you sold enough popcorn, which was our equivalent to Girl Scout cookies, Boy Scouts sold popcorn. Dog shit compared to Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> yeah, but really. if he sold enough, he could get a Swiss Army knife, and I'm obsessed over that Swiss Army knife. And, I got and then one. you grew up to be old enough to pay for your own Swiss Army knife. Yeah. Did, did you eat all the popcorn yourself? I mean, back in that day, yeah. Did you guys talk about that to excess on the uh, the panels you did about being fit and stuff at RTX? <laughs> about all the popcorn that Blaine ate? No, just about like being fat kids. Yeah. I mean, I I mean, not in excess. We talk more so about the good habits we have now. But yeah. we we present. The former uh, fat cells that we all possess inside of us. Did you know when I was a baby, I was so fat I couldn't walk? Whoa. How long did this last? It lasted a long. I had to have a physical therapist. What? Because I was too, I was too, Wait, I was too fat to walk. Baby, how old are you? Like when the, the age when a child should start learning how to walk and so make like the transition from crawling one. to walking. Wait, I want to know what the what the non-parents. You're not a parent either. But what do you guys think a baby should learn to walk by? One or one and a half. One or one and a half. <laughs> Why did you answer that way? Because like I, I don't really know. I'm only basing it off of the experience uh, of my niece and you're nephew. You're basing it off what Barbara said. <laughs> <laughs> no, only off of the experience of my niece and nephew. I yeah, mean, to I be like, fair, I did span a pretty large range of time. In the, that's about right. You're about right. 
It's like usually by one or so, it's around right? There. What it's, about talking? Is that like one and a half, two? I'm um, day three. <laughs> wow. Hello, Jonathan. Yeah. <laughs> I have soiled my diaper. <laughs> right? I require assistance. Pardon me, sir. I like that with the talking, you think they have like even more proper speech than yeah. even I do as an adult. I believe you mean diapy. <laughs> <laughs> my diapy is stinky. What physical therapist for a I would like to partake in the grape juice. Yeah. So. Like for it to get to a point where they were worried you weren't walking, you had to been like two at that point. Probably like between one and a half and two, yeah. So what does that entail? I don't remember. Oh, okay. Well, so, but you know, but you yeah, were told no, my, this. my parents have told me. Yeah, so you were like the Michelin man. Yeah, I was. Aww. I was definitely like I was a little butterball. I was it's, really fucking dumb because uh, you know the game Operation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they had this. You thought it little, was real? They had this tiny little plastic pieces, and I remember like um, the bones. Yeah, and I, I took the funny, the, was it the wishbone? Yeah, it was the wishbone, it was the U-shaped one, and I stuck it up my nose. Oh, God. And my parents were like freaking the there. fuck out. Like my mom was at home babysitting me, my dad was at football practice, and she was like, Mark, we gotta get Blaine to the hospital, we gotta go in the emergency room, he's, and he's gonna, this thing's up in his nose. And they were like, they addressed it, and I think they might have done x-rays, and they're like, we're gonna have to operate. Like, we're gonna have to Holy get shit. this out of his nose. And they were gonna have to cause an incision, mm. like, up here in my nose, because it was caught up there. And then, apparently, I was just like, oh, you mean this? And I went, <laughs> and then I got it out. Yuck! Like, they couldn't reach in there. They were too afraid to reach in there with pliers, oh. like, you know? So, they to were the gonna have to the point where they needed to operate and cut your where nose open? Yeah, like, take me down and stuff like that, and then I just, like... Take me down! Like, not to paradise city. Yeah, we gotta take him down, <laughs> and then we gotta take the bone out. <laughs> they just have a thing of chloroform over your mouth, they're like, shh, sleep! No, it's, like, <laughs> it's like someone with a blackjack hits him in the back of the head. Yeah. Is that what the doctors say whenever they have put you under? It's like, just take him down! Take him down! <laughs> oh, take this, shot! This one's a big one! <laughs> Uh, yeah, dumb kid. Real dumb kid. Oh, man. It's funny you say that you were a super fat baby because you have then developed into a very tall, very lean yeah, man. Except for right here. Yeah, you have your little biodome. Yeah. And then, but Everything the rest of you, is like, is, you're very tall and very lean. Lanky. This, lanky. Uh, my brother's the exact same way. He was just round. Like, just, there was, there was no part of his body that went in at any point. Mm -hmm. And he was that way for, until he was, like, two. And then now he's, like, this Jack Skellington-like character of, like, just height. Yeah, it's like, you, you take all of that fat. He never like gained weight ever yeah. again. <laughs> Gus, did you take offense uh, when I showed you what you looked like in the Million Dollars Butt cartoon? Did you take offense to how, how you looked? No, I don't remember how I looked. I don't know if we so can get no. a reference of it, but you, I, I remember, like, when we were making it, like silhouettes are a big thing in cartoons and I'm only just now learning about animation because I'm just now starting to direct it So there's like a bunch of shit. I don't know about but I remember like with Bernie I was like, okay You got to make him tall. You got to make him broad because that's how I picture Bernie But with you I imagine you was like Jack Skellington kind of tall But I also wanted you to slouch and I kind of wanted you to have a little bit of paunch That's about right and and I think I showed it to you. I showed Bernie. and He's like, oh, yeah, that's great And I think I showed it to you and you were like that's hmm, it's cool. And I, and I didn't know if I <laughs> there's no you or chance not. whatsoever that Blaine, with his severe insecurities and ability to read into stuff too much, read into whatever you did too much. Yeah, that I, that definitely it's did not. Not happen. a possibility no, at all. Not impossible. I feel like it would be harder to animate, like the girls at this company. I guess because like yeah. there's a lot of guys here who have very distinct kind of looks to it's them. It's funny you say that when we were developing the cartoon characters for RTX's oh, yeah. whole thing. Uh, and we we drew you first. I say we. I didn't draw. Tobin did. The um, department. I just pointed at the drawy boy and said, "Draw," and he <laughs> did it. Um, and so the drawy boy Tobin drew you, and then we went beyond there and, and, and developed what more characters we need to create. And so we made a lease, and it was a whole thing of like, 
all right, these very simplified character versions, you know, characterized versions, how do we make at least look not like you? And it's very s simplistic things that are different about your hair yeah. and even like clothing wise. Um, but for some reason, you kept putting all the girls in white shirts. And so was I was going <laughs> to say that, like, yes, we do look very similar. But for like, you could tell it's me because I'm wearing one of my shirts and stuff right. like that. But Elise is in another white shirt. Yes. So even if you're like, oh, the blonde character with the white shirt. But then we also uh, we also added Ashley, and so Ashley is another slim, average height, blonde haired, you know, woman. And so it was like we're all just I, clones of each other. I feel well, like you, movements is like an important part of cartoons too. Oh, there's there's Gus. Yeah, he's kind of oh, like crotchy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. lean down. Bernie looks fucking a little, jacked. A little less. A little less. Jacked. If Bernie's that jacked, I should have a little less stomach. Just <laughs> for the record. Yeah, Ber Bernie's got a, a little Dorito shape there that. Isn't quite accurate. Oh, and there's a tiny <laughs> little Gavin there by the banana peel. Oh, yeah. If you can see him. Oh, that was good times. Um, I feel like with Barbara, I would make her like kind of like like a spastic, like wiry, like fun cartoon character. How, How do you make a spastic still image? Correct. I don't know. Like, Thank wacky you, inflatable that's, that's arm flailing too, man. Yeah. Wacky inflatable arm flailing too. I feel like Ashley would be like a graceful, like, oh, well, like we a gazelle. We weren't, making, yeah. like, we weren't making exaggerated versions of the people. We were trying to stick to this very. In this particular style guide of a character, so it wasn't like we couldn't make Barbara look super crazy weird, and then at least something else. You saw um, that poster, right? Like all at RTX London, all the all the different people, the characters. That's what he's talking about. That's what you're talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I know, I know what you're referring to because I wasn't on it. But oh, I wasn't did, offended. Did we not draw you? No, it's just it's no big deal. Did y'all not put Blaine on it? Probably, we didn't draw everybody. We, like, there's yeah, no, Blaine was there. It's fine, yeah. No, no if we cool. didn't draw everybody that went. We made characters. You drew people who didn't go. Who did we draw that didn't go? I don't know. I'm just trying to make you feel bad oh, about it now. I don't oh. care. Oh, um, uh, yeah, we didn't draw Blaine. Who cares? Uh, you want <laughs> Tobin to draw Blaine, you? I'll draw you. You want Tobin to draw you? Hey, Tobin, you watch the podcast. Draw Blaine. I thought I saw Tobin before. Um, he actually watches the podcast. Um, who does that? <laughs> He's playing ping pong right now. Table tennis. Doesn't sound like he's watching the podcast. Right? Well, he they at his desk he watches the like shows. He's watching the podcast, right? Our art our artists actually watch the shows that they design things on. You should find out that like when the moment he's watching this podcast, this moment, and stand right behind him, <laughs> and then. Tobin, turn and around. Whisper, turn around. Yeah. Turn around now, no, Tobin. Run, Tobin, run to his desk. Like, how long of a delay is there? Could you run there? Oh, if he was watching right yeah, now. Yeah, if he was watching at his desk. Uh, and would he no, he watches back there? catalog while he's while he's mm. illustrating. Um, right now, he's actually working on the uh, the extra life poster, and it looks fucking sick. Oh, yeah. well, I heard he's actually playing ping pong right now. I heard he's not doing a very good job with that. <laughs> so stupid. So. But about the the like, there's no like severely weird defining features that. The blonde-haired women at this company have that set them apart. Like you don't have like a scar, or like. Ooh, you should you get a cool of. scar. <laughs> All right, punch me. <laughs> That's actually one of the reasons why I grew my hair out. <laughs> <laughs> that is so unnerving to hear right behind you. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah. Then you could go around going, "You want to know how I got these scars? <laughs> Just this one scar. Yeah. Name Here's the a movie. Pie. My best friend Blaine. There's a. It's like once every couple months. Meg sixty four. Their official Twitter account. Once a month. Is it what? It's it, way more than that. Is it? Okay. More than once a month, the Meg64 official Twitter account tweets out in quotations, want to know how I got these scars? End quotations. Name the movie. Or also, <laughs> why so serious? Oh, why so serious? Yeah. Name the movie. God, they're just such trolley boys. <laughs> and we, we bought one of their trolley boys. <laughs> We're, I don't know. Do we, can we talk about the thing that we went to this weekend? Collectively, I imagine. Is that kind of like a personal thing. He live streamed. We, it. We, yeah. Oh, okay. He live streamed well, it. Patrick got married this weekend. Yay! Yay! Wait, that's not what I was talking about. Oh, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> 
I've done that before, <laughs> and I always get a sinking feeling. Oh god. You're good. You're good. He, he why, why, do you, why is he so insecure? I wonder why. <laughs> well, I once I once goofed up and I, I talked about someone's getting into a relationship with another person. They hadn't publicly announced it yet. And then they were both like, oh. And I was like, did you guys not make that public? And they're like, no. And I was like, oh, God. Like, I got sick. Yes. Anyways. He, uh, live, he live streamed it because he wanted to He wanted to give the opportunity to people to be okay. able, from the, like, he like told the the queer panel at RTX that he was gonna do it. Cool. LGBT community. Well, with, with Eric though, I remember I'd go to the bar. I'd be across the room, away from the dance floor. A new song would kick on, and then I'd hear, "Oh fuck yeah!" <laughs> and it was Eric every time was just like dancing to these songs. What's funny is that I've 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 known Eric for a period of time, a large period of which we would share booth space at yeah. conventions, and so Mega 64 does this thing where they often play music and have dance Dances. parties midday just to get people to the booth. Their dance-off videos are my favorite. And so I've, I'm very familiar with Eric's dancing and dance style, but to watch everyone's reaction at the wedding <laughs> to now discovering that Eric is a, a phenomenal dancer yeah, and just like so entertaining, everyone's like, fuck yeah! It's like discovering the really quiet, shy, like nerdy guy at work is actually like... Oh, he's not in a rock band. You know what I mean? Like it's just a surprising realization. <laughs> well, it was I great think it's too surprising anytime you see a white boy that looks like Eric dance well. You'd you'd go up to him <laughs> and then he would give you prompts for your dance. He'd be like, "You're in a 1990s cocaine commercial. Go <laughs> cocaine commercial." Yeah, and I'd be like, "Okay, okay." A and I'd 1990s cocaine commercial. They didn't They're say they were real. The 80s oh, yeah, well, obviously, it was really yeah. It was it was an experience. And then he fucking like I was like looking around, I was having a great time, and he was. Gone and he just Irish goodbye and was like, that's what you have to do at weddings. Yeah, but like Eric's the coolest though, is what I'm saying. No, he's not. He just like just ghosted and it's like a fucking boss. So he's cool. Props to you, wow, Eric, you wherever you Eric are. Eric has a really big fan Thank over here. Thank you very much. Oh! You, don't, you don't stick around and tell people you're leaving at a wedding because then everyone wants you to stay. You just go. Or yeah. you have to say yep. like 30 goodbyes. No. Yeah. I say one goodbye, and that's under my breath as I'm stepping out the door. Yep. <laughs> it's all, yeah. someone, it might have actually been on this podcast where someone said Irish goodbye is actually a lot more courteous than going around saying goodbye to everyone because when you stop a party or a wedding or whatever it is to say goodbye to each individual person and group, you're basically saying, like, stop what you're doing to acknowledge that I am leaving. Acknowledge yeah. me. And yeah. change um, the energy of what's happening right now for me. Yeah, oh. and, and I never really thought of it that way. I always thought that I was rude if I left without saying goodbye. But the whole reaction is, oh, where did so-and-so go? Oh, they left. Okay. Yeah. And then everyone cries. I'll see you on Monday. <laughs> yeah. That was a fun wedding, though. It was very fun. It was good. I'd never been to that venue before. It was neat. Yeah. It was, yeah. uh, yeah. Underground, mm -hmm. which was really cool. <laughs> I never made the connection. That's a sewer? The underground. He goes in a pipe! It? Yeah, you, I never thought about it. Yeah, find Ninja Turtles down there if you wanted. Cowabunga. Yeah. If you like Ninja Turtles, the, the hit... Show Arizona Circle has a, a, a sketch uh, Doing about the ninja. It's not about Ninja Turtles. It's a shredder. About shredder. You should watch it now and sign up for first membership to support Arizona Circle. Congrats, by the way. Uh, I, I don't deserve the congrats. The, I was in the show. All right, never show. mind then. Take it back, Barbara. Okay, okay we're going we're gonna to try that again. You're going to hey, give a nice little well, compliment to Blaine. I'll give an, a compliment to the audience instead of Blaine. Congrats, guys. You did it. You signed up for first membership. and It's and your helped. fault. Arizona Circle become a thing. So thank you on behalf of everyone involved in Arizona Circle. Uh, especially me. Elise. Barbara. No, but mostly Elise. But all, all Elise. Hey, can you guys give me a beer? Can I get a paper towel? Oh, no. Can I get a paper towel? John, can you hand me a beer? I like beer. I like drinking beer. I like beer, okay? No. no. Sometimes I enjoy it. Sometimes I do too much. Hey! No. 
I had good grades. <laughs> I, I worked played, my butt off. I have female friends. It's a it's a drinking game. Referring to flatulence. Fuck me. <laughs> Dude, you just saw it happen to me. You just saw it happen. Did Why did you think that was gonna be any different? Take these up because I have the magic touch. Can you throw me those? I got <laughs> throw you. them. I I got You're you. You're an idiot. You like beer. We all like beer. That's what you get. Sometimes I drink too much. For politicizing this podcast, you jerk. You jerk. Yeah. It's not your podcast. I'm not politicizing it. I'm just saying that I I got good grades and I have female friends. I'm saying it's Blaine's fault because he's a jerk. Blaine's just everything's Blaine's fault because he's a jerk. Um, I just want everyone to know. I was telling Gus before the podcast started that uh, I said, Gus, I'm a 34 year old man who nice has children and a divorce. The other side, dude. And my mom. This last month when I had my birthday, sent me $50 for my birthday. <laughs> it's super sweet. And at some point, I wonder if it's ever going to end no. or if she is just going to do it. See, my grandmother does that. She always sends me and my brothers. I think it's like... I, who cares what's going on? There's some weird circus happening on the left side of the stage. <laughs> the circus is called Blaine. What did you do? You the, the alcohol wipe. There's alcohol on it. <laughs> is that why well, it's isn't called that the point alcohol That's why you have... How do you, you live beer. alone? How do you live alone? <laughs> <laughs> I like beer. I live with you for like a week. Yeah, those are good times. <laughs> I feel like I love the uh, the soft eviction that I gave you. You did give me a soft eviction. The most unconfrontational. I was out of town. Like, <laughs> you basically told me to get the fuck out of your house. That's no. We had good times. Find somewhere else to live. You fucking hobo who I did doesn't not have a home. That. Yeah. Well, it sounds like Blaine. It does. Listen, I went to your trial thing. <laughs> you it's did. a great story. You did. Um, but what help were you? You left. I dressed as straight as I you could. You left. To prove that did we were not. Did you witness for me? <laughs> he even you, you even asked me the day before. <laughs> You're trying to figure out something to wear. You're like, which looks like the, the outfit a straight guy would wear. And I was yeah. like. Anything you would pick, <laughs> right? Because you I, are straight. I, I had like a lot of like you know like. Hey, Blaine, spoiler, you're straight. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't sure for a second. This is a weird show. Yeah, it's uh, it's devolved into weirdness. Hey, <laughs> segue. I saw something really. Speaking of weird things, I saw something really weird right before we started this podcast. I didn't have my makeup on yet. Okay. Can I take a guess? <laughs> you want to take a guess? Is that what you were gonna say? Yeah. Was it something on Reddit? No, it's something someone sent this to me on social media. Okay. Uh, I don't know, but I've been getting spammed by a bunch of fucking robots lately. But well, what is it? Were they in Houston? Never mind. Um, the the t thank you, Eric. Like oh, that. the sex robots. That's a great callback. Good the uh, the title of the article is "Living Aircraft Porn Will Change the Way You Look at Airplanes Forever." Wait, 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 wait. Say that. that sentence again. Living aircraft porn living. will change the way you look at airplanes forever. Okay, living. I was the living. In okay, that so I'm so live. What I'm imagining right now is that this is people dressed up as airplanes making porn. Or is it porn? Played yes. On, oh, huh. did I get it? How do? How does one? Aeromorphs up? or living aircraft <gasps> are planes reimagined as sexual beings. There's a term. I've seen. I've seen those actually. I, I think like Funhouse uses their photoshops a lot. No, it was a really cool book series called Aeromorphs that was for the kids and everything. Hey, like the covers were interesting. Animorphs. No, I'm pretty sure it's Aeromorphs, and they had the kids like slowly turning into airplanes on the covers. This doesn't fly with me. <laughs> I hate. I hate. I hate. I hate. It's My super girl. super bizarre. What is there a picture? 
There's video. Y'all have. Are we gonna, can we show it today? They're giving me a thumbs this up. Oh, what? No. Whoa! No! Oh, Canada. <laughs> Air I'm Canada. not one to kink shame. Kink shame. But this is a little out there. Oh, that gets better. She's taking off. I remember. Turbulence. This, this is that. This is that Pixar spinoff. She's got a good She's got body. Got a good body. Yeah. Unless it's. A guy, in which case he has a good body. No. <laughs> Alright, that's enough. That's no, enough. why is he watching? Wait, but where does the porn come in? Yeah. We, well, we can't, I don't think we can show any of that. I didn't well, see anything Well, now I'm gonna continue else. watching on this What is screen. the globe get, thing? Do they get naked? Oh, do they get naked or do they stay robed? This is all I saw, and there was no nudity in this. S aside from, like, the mask, everything seems pretty <gasps> normal. It's got fan art. I'm scared to cut to it because I don't know what's gonna happen. So okay. like the guy that made this cartoon or video or video or whatever, what does he do when he gets on an airplane? Does he just like lose? He's his not head? allowed within a hundred yards of an airport. <laughs> <laughs> People need to stop. Was, I mean, that's the great thing about the internet, right? Is no matter what you're into, you're gonna find someone else into it also. <sighs> Have you seen the picture of the guy dressed up as like a? Is it anamorphic? Is that the right word? What is it? The anthropomorphic. Anthropomorphic, where you humanize an animal. Uh, oh, dolphin? furry. Yeah, no, no, it's like a dolphin. It's all like latex. Dolphin. Yeah, it's like latex and, and stuff like that. It's, it's pretty. It's out there, man. Oh. <laughs> Get away from me! No, <laughs> the topic is you're, done. You're train wreck. Don't, don't tell him that. So, something is is wrong with Blaine, but we should just keep the camera on to see what happens. Can we get Blaine cam? Like no matter what oh, yeah. shot we, we cut to, we'll get a picture in picture of Blaine. Can we get a picture in picture of Blaine? I know you can do that, Booth, and they're trying to figure it out you right now. You mean just have Blaine basically on camera the entire podcast? Yeah. God, that is torture. That this is, is my awful. that is my hell. I hate everything about this. You get you get no rest. I'm sure, Reddit is loving it. Excited to do the next hour and five minutes on camera. Hey. <laughs> what shirt is that? It's uh it's a big trouble in Little China. It's the shirt that Kurt Russell wears. Nice. Have you paid your dues? Yes, sir. The check is in the mail. It's a quote. <laughs> I have. I have. Oh, they did it. There it is. You're blocking <laughs> the most important part of the podcast. There, there you go. It is. Okay, that's much better. It's the blame uh, cam. I don't the think. Blame. There he is. I've seen Big Wait, Trouble in Little China right for there? probably 20 years. It's my blame. There he is. That's weird. All right. We don't have to keep that. No, <laughs> keep it. Was a good keep it. Just for like another five minutes. Just <laughs> what is the other hand doing? Oh, he's touching it with my <laughs> high five in my, in my mini self. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty good. That's innovative. That was good. I am a creative here. That's, that's a kind of stuff. That's kind of stuff. One stuff. of our writers. Uh, I started over the weekend. I haven't finished it, but I started watching Maniac on Netflix. I could have sworn. I think either Barbara or Blaine had talked to me about it last Monday. I, I think yeah, it's last Monday I, I mentioned that uh, there was a friend of mine who started watching it who said it was great. Um, you, are you enjoying it? It's good. I've watched about five episodes so far. It's funny when I saw the previews for it and like knew had a uh, Emma Stone and uh, Jonah, Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill. Um, I didn't even think that they were in super bad together. I didn't even <gasps> that connection oh, yeah. did not even. And they had really good chemistry too. Does mind. it kind of translate over? Yeah, I think so. Are you? It's it's the way I describe it. It's, it's weird. Yeah, and well, it's, all the marketing sells it that way. I think if I had to describe it, it would be like if being John Malkovich met Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Ooh. So there's like some film school major that's just like, oh, yeah, good. <laughs> Don't yep. give that. Well, now it definitely. Uh, are you the it. kind of person that 
it doesn't take very much for you to like start a show like that and then you just you're fine with finishing the whole no, thing. No. I I Do you I, drop I, off if you don't care for it? Yeah, I it's got, it takes a lot. I have to think that I'm going to like it before I start it cuz I don't want to start it and be like, "Nah, eh, this is really middling." and then have to stop it. But that's what I'm saying is that like if you started watching Maniac and you got four episodes in and it was okay, do you is okay enough for you to just you you'll go ahead and finish the whole thing? Mm, I probably, yeah. I've turned into someone who doesn't do that. Even if something is like I'm enjoying, I usually just drop off shows now. Narcos like season three, I had to drop off. Like it, it feels oh, that's like too a, bad. Well, yeah, it's just um, that show was so based around Pablo. Mm -hmm. I feel like the new cast characters the, wasn't as interesting. Yeah, I mean it's definitely difficult because they went from like one really enigmatic villain to like this organization. But uh, the but, thing but is, but you latch on to one of the characters. Like instead of dealing with like the villains, they have like the one guy who's like possibly turning oh i guess i didn't get that far yeah it's like there's like one guy who's like then it's kind of like his story like who's, who's bridging between the two sides the guy that's working for the uh, cia or whatever in that what he was the guy that played uh the dude in pedro pascal pedro pascal i fucking love that guy i want to see him in everything but like he just couldn't carry it for me i i liked him more than the other dude in the first two seasons of narcos the guy that was in the shitty predators movie Fuck. have you guys seen the movie um what happened to monday no. no. It's also on Netflix. Have you seen it? I've seen the sequel, What Happened on Tuesday. <laughs> or What Happened to Monday. That's a good one. Okay. Um, it's, away. I don't want to give away too much, but the it's basically a... It's about clones, isn't it? No. So it's it's sometime in the future, dystopian future, um, like it. where um, the world is very overpopulated, so everyone is basically only allowed to have one child. That's right. And it's if like China's doing that right people, now. People... Yeah have multiples or or twins or whatever they take one away to be cryogenically frozen mm. uh until the future where there's no overpopulation problems or anything like that but um there's a family that has septuplets and the grandfather of these uh babies tries to keep them hidden and he names them each after the day of the week and only one could go out like Monday could go out on Monday, Tuesday could go out on Tuesday, Whoa. and they basically are living one person's life. Right. That's why I thought it was about clones. It's about a bunch of people. That are the yeah, same, we're just all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's an interesting idea. That is really cool. Yeah, I we I started watching it last night with Trevor, and we started watching it too late. It's like a two-hour movie, mm. and so we stopped it halfway through to go to bed. And I'm like, it's one of those movies that drags on a little bit. Like you feel like, oh, this person's constantly running away from this and doing yeah, yeah. that. And what if they had had eight babies though? <laughs> eight is enough. Eight days of the week. Thank you. I don't get it. Eric's all over it. Y'all aren't old enough. I I'm probably. I hate being told that. No, you're not old enough. He's older than Eric. Is Eric, he? how old are you? I'm 32. Oh. Yeah, I'm older than Eric. Quick, you're in a 1990s cocaine commercial. <laughs> Go. <laughs> Speaking of cocaine commercials. Oh. Go, I was like, no, that's not, that's not a segue for anything. That would have been a bad segue to us. Uh, I thought about it. Did you watch the trailer for Holmes and Watson? I did. Wasn't into it. I'm not either. It's almost like it's the same movie again that they always make. But now they're Sherlock Holmes and Watson. Did you see it? Mm -mm. It's Will Ferrell and John C. Riley are Sherlock Holmes and Dr. Watson. Oh, uh, in 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 like Victorian Ray England. Ray Fiennes is kind of like that Moriarty. casting. Ray Fiennes is not. Yeah, uh, but it's like is not Moriarty. It's a uh, someone else you're thinking of. Is it just not quite? I feel is like it it's, Ray Fiennes it's is like Moriarty. They're doing their same shtick. It's like they're, they're, they're just wrong. now they're they're Watson and Holmes. I was watching. It was like it's like a little too dumb. Hey, what's up? We'll talk to him in a second. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I think I'm burned out on that whole like straight comedy genre. Yeah. Ray Fiennes, Moriarty. 
Is bitch. He? Okay. okay, I was wrong. I was wrong. That was a, that I'm, was a I'm fine with saying bitch. that. Uh, I love. Uh, I haven't gone to see fine. like a straight comedy movie like that in forever and enjoyed it to any degree. Like at best, there may be things you put on from HBO or something just to pass the watch time. Watch on a plane. Yeah, you watch on a plane, but it's like this whole like uh, the the Baywatch that like kind of movie that came out and what was the game night one that game came night out? was People i was gonna said say game night was good that's tag. the one that was the the latest comedy movie that i just fucking ate up i was like i like it so was good oh yeah i love that movie i don't want to overhype no, it but there's I no hook. <laughs> i don't want to overhype it like there's no hook for any of these movies or like a mass amount of no, like game night's fun it's like clue it's there's you know they're questioning like if it's a game or like what is that if there's a crime like uh, twists and turns and fun Baywatch is like, yeah, that's that's. There's no hook. It's like, oh, we rebooted. I tried watching TV that. Show. I got about 20 minutes in before I turned it off. Yeah, but Game Night's good. I don't know if it gets better, but I just. What couldn't. is what is Game Night, Jack? <laughs> that wasn't a Jack. That's joke. horrible. That's a horrible, <laughs> horrible thing. We don't do that anymore, Gus. I have to reiterate what? what John said. Tag is awesome. Tag is a great movie that no one saw. Oh yeah, Tag is great. Is yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. it's um, really good. It it's looks based like on a, a real dumb. Based on a true story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like the, the guys who it's based on is like at the end. Anyway, yeah. yeah. Hi, Gus. How are you doing? Thanks good. for having me on. I'm doing good too. Thanks, Jack. Hi, uh, everyone I like else playing Barbara John. We didn't ask Hi. you to talk about Game Night. We asked you to talk about something else. That's Barbara John true. sounds like your cousin. I'm here to talk about Extra Life a little bit. Yay! I brought Extra that up earlier. I talked about Tobin making the poster. Nice. Yeah, the poster looks awesome. Uh, you, super exciting. Speaking of the poster, we're going to be teasing a little bit of it this Thursday. So this Thursday, uh, October 4th, from 6 p.m. Central till 10 p.m. Central, we're going to be doing a recruitment stream. So we're looking for people to join the Rooster Teeth team. This is, I think, the third year we've done this. And uh, yeah, so if you want to join, come watch us. Uh, where, what camera? Hey. Hey, how you doing, Internet? How you doing? So uh, Look 6 at that's p.m. A professional. Hi. So uh, 6 p.m. Central till 10 p.m. Central. You'll be just streaming, playing video games, talking to the chat, and do whatever. Uh, just trying to get people to join. We're not asking for donations. If you want to make a donation, that'd be fantastic. But you don't have to just yet. Uh, right now, we're just looking for people to join the team Rooster Teeth. But uh, the way it works is you can actually have your own sub team and then join the Rooster Teeth Super Team. So like if you and a group of people like in Vermont want to raise money for the local hospital there or Hawaii or, or Florida, wherever you want, you can do that. You can raise money for your local children's hospital, Children's Miracle Network Hospital. Ah, what about Arizona? Uh, Arizona, they can too. They Wyoming? Can too. Uh, yeah, yeah. What about West Virginia? I, I, Wyoming's good. No, not West Virginia. Damn. God damn They don't have West hospitals Virginia. in West Virginia. Sorry, that's how it works. Uh, anyway, fuck. but yeah, we're looking for people to join our team. The uh, So check it out on Thursday from 6 until 10. Then uh, November 3rd and 4th, yes, November 3rd and 4th is going to be the RT community stream Whee! where we are uh, getting... Tons of different community groups from all over, 25 different groups doing 25 hours of streaming uh, for different. We're just basically going to be pointing our camera at different streams all over the world, uh, showing off what different groups are doing. And then we'll be throwing back to here and saying hi to everyone and, you know, see how things are going here and remind people that on November 10th and 11th is the big Rooster Teeth Extra Life stream. And Spooky. holy crap, Spooky. it's going to be a good one. Um, we have a lot of stuff planned. We have a budget this year, which is exciting. Yeah. So that's fun. Now with budget. Yay. So, uh, so that should be pretty good. And, uh, yeah, and we've got a bunch of cool stuff. We've got, uh, we'll be showing off some new, uh, some of the new pins, which I'm excited to talk about because the, uh, the pin set this year, we're doing something new with it. We've never done before. Uh, we've got the poster and the t-shirt. Obviously you're coming back. We have a single pin that I'm very excited for. And uh, we might be doing a limited edition for the first time ever, a limited edition run of like a hundred of one other thing that relates to the theme. It'll make sense 
when we talk about it publicly. So anyway, it's going to be very cool. But that that being said, this Thursday, come check it out from 6 until 10 Central. Uh, we're going to be streaming, getting people to join our team. And then, uh, yeah, it's going to be lots of fun. I'm, I'm going to be writing a journal about it. So if you have any questions, feel free to ask there. I'll be going there and uh, answering that stuff. So, so excited that I'm going to be here this year. It's going to be fun. Were you I, not here last year? I missed last year's because oh. uh, we were at a convention. Wait, when is it? November November 10th and 11th. He just said it like five times, dude. It I was should, on the screen. I should be here. I'm sorry. That's the big one. That's the big <laughs> one. Blaine, you, you've been like at every single one of the massive ones. When well, I think it was six years ago, it was you, me, and Katie, and you were an intern. And we yep. started up that stream, the three of us. I think we ran it for like two hours before anyone else showed up. Kicked it off. That was awesome. Yeah, so. that, that was also, yeah, that was like, as an intern, being a part of that and, and just like kind of transitioning from the community into the company was the most heartwarming experience. Yeah. And at any time Extra Life comes around, it just like recharges my batteries, like yeah. my love for the community, like my desire to make good content for you guys, because it's just like it's like the it most family thing. Recharges that, everyone all around. Yeah. yeah. Even though it drains us technically, <laughs> yeah. we're like dead tired by the yeah. end. Yeah. It's, it's funny because like this happened a couple times now because like you were an intern then and it was like, okay, this guy, he's going to make it. And I remember when Miles was at the very first RTX and he was an intern yeah. and mm -hmm. it was like, who, the, who is this kid? And it's like, yeah, he's going to be, he's going to be working here. And so it's, it's cool to see you guys kind of go on from there to grow up and be where you are now. So yeah, I'm happy you're here, Blaine. Well, and to be a part of it and for you to like, you know, constantly bring me in to be involved. It's, it's, it's a fucking huge pleasure. Do uh, you guys want some time life. alone? Yeah. Yeah. You go Blaine, you, there's lots of, <laughs> lots of space <laughs> over here. Anyway, thank you guys. Thank you, everybody. Thanks, Jack. Thanks come for check us out everyone. this this Thursday. And also, if you guys want to be on it, you're welcome to come on. Just yeah. Say six to ten, hang out, play video games, do whatever. It's gonna be very chill, just getting people. And we're gonna tease other stuff we're doing. So we got poster, pin, other stuff. It's good. I haven't seen any of the know. posters or, pin, or the poster or do the pins. Are excited. we allowed to? What's the theme? Are we mentioning that? On uh, we'll Thursday? mention that on Thursday. Okay. So the theme the theme is uh, it's, it's an idea I had that I was like, oh, it'd be kind of cool. Like Katie and I took a road trip, and we basically for the first eight hours just spat out ideas of like what what can we do. We came up with like the next four years worth of posters. Oh, that's oh, awesome. awesome. And so, uh, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, I wanted to do like a Game of Thrones style world map, but then we did the, we did the theme park map last year. So it was kind of like a little too close. Yeah. And so uh, I was like, oh. all right, we're not doing that. But yeah. Maybe the, the poster, I freaked out whenever you told me about it for this one. Yeah. It's, it's going to be cool. cool. I'm, Fat I'm pretty baby sure Gus. Fat baby Gus. Big but, round baby. That's Gus. so He's got cheese so on his baby. head. <laughs> all right. Thank you, everyone. Thanks, Thanks Jack. Bye. Thanks, Bye, Jack. Jack. See you later. When he was telling the, people the time for the stream this Thursday at one point he said you said 6 p.m. central to 10 p.m. central and I like the idea of someone telling somebody 6 p.m. central to 8 p.m. pacific <laughs> just like change your own time zones at the yeah. time you're telling people to really fuck with them makes it convenient dude I I'm still like kind of jet lagged from just all the travel but I'm totally working it into my favor because like now I'm a morning person like it took yeah. like two or three weeks and I'm a morning person now. We that that came we we came down from that very quickly, but the first couple of days of coming back from London, mm -hmm. we were waking up at like seven AM just naturally. Yeah. And it's like so much to do with the day. Yeah. I get up at five thirty. Cool. Well, I don't. <laughs> yeah, I used to, I used to want to sleep in, but I, I don't know when I made that change. It was like if I wake up early, there's less people out and I can get more stuff done in the yeah, day. I love it. That's, that's when you know you've Waking gotten up old. Early on a oh, weekend, yeah, I'm old. Yeah. I'm old now. Yeah. And I, I go to sleep like at 10 and I get up at like 5.36. It's wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's... I, I used to think that I was like definitely not a morning person. 
And now I trans I think I transitioned. It's just like sometimes like you know, you realize like after a certain hour in the night, like everything's closed. There's not a lot to do except for like video watch. games. Well, I mean, and yeah, but social media is very slow. Yeah, there's just not a lot going on, but you wake up early in the morning, it's like, oh my coffee shops are open and I can go and you know experience go this. To the gym. Yeah. I've been working out like every morning, it's great. Just get it out of the way, and then tonight I'm gonna go. Are gyms more crowded in the morning or in the evening? Uh, I would say after work is the most crowded time. Like I would totally 6 agree. PM. Yep. Yeah, they're like pretty empty in the mornings. It's if I go crazy. when I go to the gym, I'm usually there by like seven, and it like at the climbing gym, mm. and it's just like me and like two other dudes not even seeing each other. Hmm. Yeah, I feel like the most quiet times are like nine a.m. because at that point it's too late in the morning for people to go work out before work. But it's still early enough where you haven't had like the lunch rush or anything. You'd be surprised. Like we have like a pretty, I think we have a, a, like a, a weird college atmosphere here where people have weird schedules. And True. so they still like, there's still people there in the mid morning. Um, it's definitely not as bad as like after work. Yeah. After work is just everybody and their mothers there. Get, well, I used to like, sometimes if I would procrastinate, I would just keep pushing off the gym. But like, I can't let myself go to bed until I've worked out. Like, it's a non negotiable. I got to do it. So sometimes I'd find myself working out at like 1 or 2 a.m., which is just the fucking worst. Yeah. Because then, then you're wired and your like, nervous system's like, oh, ah, and you can't get to bed. So like now I'm eliminating that problem. It's pretty great. Have you ever worked out drunk? Like have you ever had a couple beers and then gone and worked out? Yeah, there was one time I think I went out for drinks. I think you were probably there. We went to like that bar that we always go to on E6. Then and I was like, hey, I got to duck out. And then I went to my. Yeah, you had to go to work out. I remember that because I'm like, how is that? You what? Why? It's like it's it kind of it dulls your senses. So it's like I feel like I'm able to do like more. And it's it's less painful, but it's also like dangerous. Right. And like. I mean, it's not super healthy, you know? I, I remember there was this one time this guy came to the gym and he was like, I'm working out high. This is crazy. And he wouldn't shut the fuck up about it. So now I now I relate intoxication and working out with that guy and I don't want to He do was that. just watching his That's bicep why you won't in work the mirror. Out with me anymore. It's getting bigger. <sighs> wow, I got the pump. <laughs> like if he just flexes, he's making his muscles bigger. He's just like I didn't understand the pump until it happened to me yeah. about a year ago. I was working out with a trainer. And uh, I was doing pull-ups, and I like get down, and I'm looking in the mirror, and I go, "Oh my god, what's wrong with my arms?" <laughs> and he's like, "You got the pump." And I was like, "What? Are, what's happening?" They felt like they were twice the size that they normally yeah. are, and like very tender to the touch. Mm -hmm. I'm, I just wanted to like walk around like this the rest of the day, and I'm like, "I'm fucking beefy yeah, as shit." That's our directions are. Yeah. yeah. So your arms had boners. <sighs> yeah. Now just, you know the just blew our mind. <laughs> <laughs> Bone arms. Yeah. <laughs> we were just talking about that when we go when you go climbing the part of your body that gets worked the most is from the elbow down and your forearms just get completely solid and your hands get yeah. stiff and so it's like you have forearm boners yeah <laughs> two arm boners two arm boners there you go Thank I think you. I told us on the podcast this guy like said like your arms look like legs and I was like oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy about that I still think of that sometimes your arms look um, like legs. Your arms look like legs. <laughs> Can I tell you a story about uh, from RTX London? You may. Absolutely. Okay, so after uh, RTX London, which was fantastic and a wonderful event. Good everyone, time. Everyone there was delightful. Um, Definitely. And and I got to spend, um, you know, quality time with my good friend Blaine and my good friend Gus. Oh, um, good friends. <laughs> I don't really spend any time with you, so, you know, it just didn't happen. <laughs> I'm sorry that I had to go to the hospital. I, saying, I know I, you I think did. The only time so I, I got to spend time with you, I sat next to you, and then you said, 
I don't feel good. And then you left. <laughs> well, no, I felt like I was going to pass out. Yeah. And I told Gus, because I was just at a table with him, I was like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. If I'm not back in about seven minutes, just text me. Just, just in check. case. Yeah, I started a timer on my phone. I go, okay, here you go. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so we had a little bonding moment. That's good. The bonding over making sure Barbara doesn't die. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I was scared I was going to pass out and hit my head in the bathroom and... No one would know I was in there. It's a possibility. Uh, but after RTX, took a little trip to Paris um, for my first time ever going to France. And a few of us went to uh, Disneyland, Paris. And oh, which, oui, oui. Uh, yeah, that's all they said throughout the entire park. Uh -huh. It got really. Mickey Mouse. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go on. You tell me about my trip to Disneyland Paris. Mickey. Tell me about my trip to as, Disneyland as a, Paris. As, as, oh. a, as an employee at Disneyland Paris. Yeah, tell me how it was. Ah, uh, croissant. <laughs> I this is kind of like not racist. Yeah, this is like this. This, this is definitely out there. It's yeah. just offensive. I'd like to go to Paris someday. Continue your story, please. <laughs> They're gonna have a They're, picture up of you. Yeah, at immigration, the passport controller are gonna have that video playing on loop. Be like, no. kills this man. Croissant, huh? <laughs> you just can't stop doing no. it. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> are you a Creole now, like Cajun? This doesn't have to do with my story, but we did go on Pirates, and I was really looking forward to it being French Pirates the whole way. And oh, yeah. we got on the ride, and, and the whole, like, the beginning spiel was was in French, and, like, the, the opening, like, uh, they even had, a, like, the Davy Jones part, and he was in French mm -hmm. instead of Bill Nye's voice. And the rest of the Pirates, so the whole thing were French, and then it got to the part of the ride where they cut to the song. The song cut to the English version. It wasn't the French oh, version. Fuck. I wanted the French version, and no, it wasn't there. Um... But no, uh, so went to Disneyland Paris. Was Johnny Depp animatronic like smoking a cigarette? He was, the, the, the animatronic was there, but it was also in English. It was just Johnny Depp's voice. It wasn't French. It was really weird. Like the park switched around from English to French at weird times. Weird. I imagine things that are, are more recognizable, like songs especially, they just stayed true probably to the Yeah, the fireworks show did both. The fireworks wow. show had French versions and English versions. Like it started off with a bunch of French stuff, and then it cut to... No, it started off with a bunch of English, then it cut to all French songs, and then it ended with a bunch of English ones. It was really weird. Like the, the, the show wasn't one language. Yeah. Well, I imagine they know they get a lot of English tourists. Yeah, I mean, that, that's what I imagine, but it was like, it was weird that the, the, the show didn't pick. Yeah. Um, no, the weirdest thing about the park was that, uh, first off, the park was going to close at 8.30, which is a bit early for a theme park to close, but it was like pseudo getting into the school hours, you know, fall it's also times. your bedtime, so. It's my bedtime. Mm -hmm. um, and so that was like early, but then like as it got close to 8.30, and I'm talking close by like 5.30, stuff started shutting down. And like. Three hours before? Yes. So we started like finding that some things were like some of the food shops were shutting down. Um, and at one point, a few of the people wanted to go on teacups, but me and Tony, being the old men, could not go on teacups because it would make us sick. And so we went to go wander to find some food and then um, see if there's any other rides. And we couldn't find food. It was at, like, it was five, it was like six o'clock. It's like and peak food time. Six o'clock, all the food places were closed. We could not find an open food place in the, in the, the park area out beyond, like, the Main Street area. Yeah. And so that was odd, but I, but... I was like, okay, once they got off teacups, I was like, okay, I have one, I had my one request of the one ride I wanted to ride. My favorite ride isn't, it's a weird ride, but it's the train. I love the train at Disneyland. It's the my favorite. The train? Yeah. What is that? The train that just takes you around yeah, the park? Yeah, the train that just goes around the, oh. the park. I love it. The and monorail? No. 
Okay. It's a train. It's a choo-choo. Okay, a choo-choo. It's it. a choo-choo. And I loved it that this park, um, unlike Disney World, is like Disneyland where there's like a Grand Canyon uh, part of the train ride and you go through like the dinosaurs like that. And I love that. We go to get on the train and we couldn't find any. The, all the train stops were closed up. The train closed at 5.55. So it's two and a half hours plus five minutes before the park closed. They That's started, uh, two hours and 35 minutes. I correct. Think. Okay. I like the way I said it better. Yeah, two and a half minutes. Uh, <laughs> two and a half hours, hours plus five. Plus five. Uh, so like they were closing attractions before the park closed. And as we like it got closer and closer to like even like eight, everything was just closed as you got closer and closer to Main Street as though they were just like, yeah, we're good. There's John like, is going everywhere. And wrap like, it up, boys. He's like, "Quoi?" Because <laughs> that's what they say in French. Was, is that correct, Barbara? You're applauding. It's not, but that's fine. It's if close enough. Um, but yeah, it's, it was strange that everything just like stopped. I remember I went there once. I remember everything smelled like like fried chicken legs and beer. Really? And urine. I feel like that's oh, every. I felt theme like park. they they didn't it it didn't. Always smell good at Disneyland Paris. Like sometimes you get like, oh, they need to clean the bathrooms. It smells a little pissy out here. That sucks. Yeah. I, I don't know how it smelled, but Oh I, right. Um never mind. It's fine. Yeah. It's okay. I did I have heard that a lot of places in France, specifically Paris, do smell of pee. No one in my party ever complained about it, so they might have just been polite. Hey, hey are you sure it doesn't smell like wee wee? <laughs> Can everyone stop <laughs> laughing at him? Just uh, stop. <laughs> Eric, I will murder your family! <laughs> Are you telling me we've had that sound effect and it's never been used on me? Yeah. Thank you. Blaine just got that bad they finally brought it around. Yeah. They probably started looking for it <laughs> once good. Blaine kept going with his French accent. That was good, though. That was a good joke. Thank you. I improve. I could just leave the set right now. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure done. a lot of people wish I would. <laughs> uh, well, That's one of my favorite Simpsons jokes. When uh, Lisa accidentally goes into the French classroom and they all start laughing uh, at her. And she goes, no, no, in French. And they go. <laughs> 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 That's good. Um, I want to remind everyone, this episode of the Receive Podcast is also brought to you by Blue Apron. Blue Apron is great. You choose chef-designed recipes, they deliver fresh, seasonally-inspired ingredients, and you cook incredible meals in as little as 20 minutes. They offer quick and easy recipe options with insanely delicious flavors. The perfectly portioned ingredients are sent right to your door. Whether you're looking for quick and easy meals or a full culinary cooking experience, Blue Apron lets you choose from a range of recipe options. Get out of your cooking rut and experience the joy of new recipes. With Blue Apron, you're cooking great meals with none of the hassle. No more worrying about fighting the lines at the grocery store, which you know I hate. Uh, you get great ingredients sent directly to you. You can make delicious meals like tomato and basil pesto pizza, stir-fried sweet chili chicken, and seared steaks all from the comfort of your own home. So check out this week's menu. Get your first three meals free at blueapron.com slash roosterteeth. That's blueapron.com slash roosterteeth to get your first three meals free. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. You know, I love the Blue Apron service. You don't have to go to the grocery store. They send you the food. They tell you how to cook the food. You cook the food. You eat the food. Easy. You got to eat anyway. May as well do it. Blue apron. Are you wearing a blue apron right now, Blaine? I'm not wearing a blue apron at the moment. I'm not. No. So I've been I've been working on a, a, uh, an RT dock for a while, and I'm told I can finally talk about it. Oh, okay. Really? okay. Cool. Uh, we we announced we kind of announced it at uh, at London, and we talked very broadly about it. But uh, I saw the first cut of it today, this afternoon. And I think it's coming together really well. Are you allowed to talk about the subject matter? Yeah, it's uh, it, it's 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 interesting, right? Like it's a, it's about immigration 
into the United States, but it's framed as like the story of my family since, you know, my parents immigrated to the United States. So it's like showing immigration as it stands today and also showing like with me, like what what can happen as so a result like, of immigration. Yeah, you're the, the through thread on the right. documentary, but there's other pieces that they talk about. Yeah, and we spent, yeah, exactly. Cool. And uh, we spent a lot of time working on it. We did a lot of driving for it. Because we spent a lot of time on the border, like looking for people and talking to people. And oh, damn! Uh, yeah, I think at one point in three days, I drove a thousand and thirteen miles uh, up and down the Texas-Mexico border. Wow! And uh, yeah, it's been it's been a, a huge project, and I think it's it's going to be coming out hopefully in the next month or so. Oh, I don't, wow! I don't, really? I don't know. I don't think we have an exact release date yet, damn. but I think maybe in in a month or so it might be ready. The they docs are some don't of quote my me on out, man. favorite stuff. Yeah, like they, the the docs we've done, like the uh, Me Machine, yeah. we did Connected. Yeah. Well, this you one's a little more conventional. In the unconventional, this one's a little more serious. It's like there are jokes, and there's yeah. some, definitely some lighthearted moments, but it definitely takes a more uh, serious tone, I think, than some of the other ones. Yeah. yeah. So I'm excited for everyone to see it. Not a lot of slapstick humor moments while Just you're like on the border talking slipping about slipping on people's. banana peels. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I feel like you could probably interject a little bit more. Yeah. No. 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 There's, there's not a lot of comedy when you talk to a dude who walked for 22 days with his daughter from Guatemala. Uh, I feel like wow. he's not trying hard enough to find the comedy yeah, in there's, that. <laughs> there's not much comedy there when you talk to someone did you, like that. Uh, um, I don't know if this will spoil anything, but did you talk to any families who had children detained? Um, n- no. Okay. Um, that's we, 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 I don't know what's going to end up in the final cut okay. or what's not. I don't want to talk like too specifically about that, but, but I'll, I'll, I think it's safe to say no. Okay. Yeah. Curious about that. Yeah. yeah, I think they also interviewed, I know they interviewed me um, partially about it, but I think they interviewed like a lot of people at the company who mm-hmm. have come from different countries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw a lot of that as well. Yep. So it's, it's, it's interesting. It's something that I'm interested in, especially since I grew up in the border. And I talk about that a lot in that documentary where it's like, I didn't think it was weird to grow up next to another country. Like, yeah. like when you that grow was up, your normal. Yeah, when, yeah, yeah. like when I, I, I was so young when I was there, it's like, oh yeah, that's just life. I'm in this country and you walk that way and there's another country. Like, that's just how everyone lives. Yeah. Then you know, when you're older, you're like, oh no, that was weird. Yeah. That, was a, that was an unusual way to, way to live. A lot of Canadians get it, though. <laughs> yeah. 90% of the Canadians live within 100 miles of the U.S. border. Huh. That much? It's, it's warmer down there. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Wink. Yeah. It's, you know, like Montreal, Toronto. I didn't realize how close Vancouver. Toronto was to the border a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I could just drive to Niagara Falls. Yep. Like, it's not far at all. Very close. I think the... M- I th- could be wrong, but I think Montreal is three hours away from the border. It's funny. The population density... Like the population density map of Canada would be almost an exact opposite of the population population density of America because all of our population is pushed to the this west coast. and east coasts. Yeah, and yours is all just pushed down to ours the bottom. Is right at the bottom. It's just because you know, a it's nice to be close to the the states. Totally get it. But also, it gets fucking cold when you get higher up. Than I that. just it's it's like it's not that. We have a population density that's close to your border. Yeah. It's that we're all pushed aside, but you're like right up against our and top we're like, border. Hey, what you guys doing down there? <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey. Nice. Blaine's just on it with these international references and offending every other country out there. You guys want to talk about Japan? <laughs> <laughs> no, you've talked about it enough. Aww. We talk about how <laughs> we turned the tables like why every country in the world laughed at Trump at the UN. Oh fuck. What? Yeah. Did was there they any response laughed. to that? Because they, he, oh, he said that that's what he was going for after the fact. Even though during the buddy. speech he said that's not the reaction I was expecting. Wow. Yeah, that's impressive. I guess uh, he claimed that in their two years they've done more than any other administration, 
Which and why the would English you be... speakers laughed immediately, and then the people waiting for the translation laughed a second later. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a weird instance to be in, where there's a delay on people. Yeah. Understanding. Also, you hear some it, laughter, and then it's like, and then there's more laughter. To what claim it? that that's what you were going for too, after the fact that you wanted people to laugh at that. Like, what about that sentence implies a joke of any sort? Yeah, it's all funny. Any, like, it's all a joke. Spit takes or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> Does he oh. like beer though? <laughs> He does like this. Oh, no, he doesn't. I don't think so. <laughs> um, no. Yeah, there's, there's, a, there's a lot going on in that news. Um, in other news, I saw that uh, Elon Musk is finally being fined for his, uh, He's his Twitter outburst. He's being stepped down as a chair, which, which, right? Which Twitter outburst did it? When he said he was going Public. to take the company private. Yeah. That's right. That's what it was, because mm -hmm. it had to do with him talking about the company. Right. So I think he was. I think That's the company was fined twenty million dollars, and he was personally fined twenty million dollars. Oh, and he can no longer be on. He can no longer be chairman of the board, but I think he can be on the board. Probably a drop in the bucket for that guy. So he's. It's but it's got like a time limitation, right? He's going to be able to come oh, back like after a three years. years, I think. Yeah. Is uh, how, how much long? money does he, does he have? It's always hard to say, because it's like it's not like he has a bank account with yeah, dollars. He's in got, it. like, his worth is different than what he has. Right, at. money's tied into companies. What is his net worth? It's like eight, like billions, like eighty billion. I want to say, I don't think it's that much. I want to say like ten billion. No, that's <laughs> only only ten. That's it. <laughs> uh, Nineteen point seven billion dollars, according to Google. So, Jeez. So twenty million. Twenty billion. No, but twenty million oh. fined. Yeah, that's that's nothing. not a lot. Yeah. One percent of that. Not even. Well, 20 billion. Uh, yeah, 20 it's one percent. Yeah, yeah, one percent. I also don't know if this is an appropriate thing to talk about on the podcast, but there's like sites that have net worth. Like you could Google people and what their net worth is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Mine pops up there, and is so insanely not accurate that I don't know yeah. how whoever oh. made this site. Yeah, where do you go to claim that? I want it. Yeah, I know. Money. I'm just like, now, oh, please, <laughs> please tell my like. My my t car from 2012 about yeah. this in one bedroom apartment. Please tell me <laughs> how my to get the access to this. Well, look at you. Yeah, rolling in it. And I live in a two bedroom apartment on my own. Wow. It's because it's you get those fifty dollar checks. I get those. Supplements. <laughs> <laughs> it. That's what Thanks, pays Mom. for it. Yeah, I, I, I'm always curious to know like how they come up with those figures. Yeah, and it's like if I am worth that much, should I be <laughs> should I be asking for more? Yeah. yeah. Look at this site says I should be making. Here. Oh, just you're worth a lot, Barbara. What's your worth? It says I'm worth. Holy shit! It's okay. Yeah. Oh well, Gavin's could be accurate. Who knows? Who knows, Gavin? Wow. He's way more successful than There's, us. I want to know how much I would be worth. If yeah, I was it doesn't on that even side. list you. Yeah, all no, mine it, is under it review. It should not list me at all. All mine is under review, but I keep looking at Ray Bans, and uh, I like. My brain did a thing where it was like, Ray-Ban, it's $200. And I was like, my net worth is $200? <laughs> That's accurate. That's very accurate. It's all my student debt, probably. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just curious as to how they come to that conclusion. Yeah. They just throw a dart at a wall with a bunch of numbers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that stuff. Don't don't put any stock into that. Even, no. though, even though I just looked up Elon Musk, I think it's a lot easier to extrapolate his well, because yeah, of public company of, yeah. holdings and stuff like that. Uh, with us, there's no way any of that stuff's right. No. No. If I was Money, worth that much, please. I wouldn't be here. <laughs> I'd be like, peace out, suckers. Dude, I want to... Man, I, that's the thing I miss. I miss that so much about Japan's bidets. Yeah, but, I have a bidet in my apartment. Um, and uh, it, it, it'll it come with me regardless of where I move, whenever I move. I like the idea but this is not one of those ones that comes out the it's toilet. Just, it's just Barbara ripping it out of just, the ground. <laughs> You're coming with me! It's the toilet seat itself. Yeah, I know. It's great. 
Uh, I need to get one of those. The, the, the toilets in in Japan, though, can be really intimidating. That's what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. It's like there's so many buttons and options. I was, I'm always afraid to touch any of them. I push them all. No. When it happened, <laughs> give I, me the deluxe. I screamed because I wasn't like I was expecting it, but I there was nothing that could have prepared me for that. And then there was another time where I was curious if there was like a sensor that sensed a butt and if it like had like a targeting system for your asshole. So I pressed the button when I wasn't sitting on it and the water just shot at the wall and I was like, oh god, turn it off. Yep. <laughs> it's like that. Those things are violent. When we were when we were in Sydney, we went to uh, like a, a, a dim sum shop and someone came back from the restroom and said the, the toilet was a bidet. So I immediately excused myself to go use the restroom. I, I didn't want to use a public bidet. I, I was just, fine with it. If you used one in Japan at a hotel, that's a public bidet. Well, it was like a, an Airbnb. I just feel like... <laughs> so a random stranger? Like, not like a restaurant or a... Yeah, but I, it felt like something that was like maximum 50 to 600 people. You're fine touching them. 50 assholes, but like but not that, more than that. But in a day, that restaurant bathroom has probably seen that many assholes. It's like I, I, I picture like if it, if there was like an asshole targeting system on it, it's like that Rick and Morty thing where it's like, what am I designed for? You pass the butter. It's like, <laughs> what am I designed for? You find buttholes. Yeah. So that we can squirt oh, water at it. Yeah. Your your existence is just to identify where the butthole is. Ugh. I would totally just take that from that country if I could. Also, you like can I buy have, them here. You can dude. Barbara has one? Yeah, yeah, I should get one. You don't want mine. I, I saw one, so I'm doing a renovation, it's right? Some shit. And I went to <laughs> nice. Yeah. Where's the sound? Where's the sound? Oh, that deserves a good sound. No. No. Take it back. Music to my ears. Did my you friends. just do violin for <laughs> that <laughs> sound? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I just want to do a sad little violin. I'm doing a renovation, so I had to look for toilets recently. And Why did you call me up to come help? I went to the toilet store. I want to go next time. It's really interesting. Okay. And there's so many toilets. You're like, wow. I thought I was just going to walk in here and be like, a toilet. There it is. There was like a giant, it's probably a, a building the size of stage five that's just filled with different toilets. And you're like, why are there this many toilets? Because there should be. And I walked by one. And as I walked by, like the lid automatically opened and it started glowing blue out of the bottom. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Then it started playing music. And I was like, what the hell is this thing? And I looked at it. $14,000. Then you got it. No. Why the fuck would I pay? What? I'm, get, get. The, the net, we just talked about it. The net worth is not right. Yes. You need <laughs> to get it. It was like a $14,000 toilet. Who the fuck buys that toilet? What's the budget for Extra Life and can we spend it all on a toilet? Apparently, <laughs> Brad Pitt, like there's there's laws in Japan and you one of the laws is like you can't leave with more than two toilets or something like that. Or maybe there's like a limit to how much you can bring back merchandise, you know, with customs and all that shit. Um, but apparently every time Brad Pitt goes to Japan, he brings back, a to- like, two toilets. I would do that. Yeah. How also, many toilets con- does he need? Why, do, why does he bring back two every time? How many has he brought back? He's got all his houses. Yeah. How many toilets does Brad Pitt have? Now, the worth. answer is not enough. $200. Um, I've never bought a toilet. I feel like I'm not an adult yet. Yeah. I haven't either. Brad Pitt poop get, well, toilet yeah. video? Oh, yeah. Put, cue that one up. Nope. All right. Not doing that. Poop toilet video. I don't want to know. I closed the window. At least it's in a toilet. You know. That's 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 a lot of toilets. We bring two every time. What is your best purchase? Did, can you, do, did you buy a toilet that oh, day? That's a good question. I best picked a toilet. The you, contractor has to buy it. It's a whole thing, dude. Give me a range of how much your toilet is going to cost. My toilet is... is I want to say... I don't remember. It's been several weeks. More than fourteen thousand dollars. No. Okay. I want to say it was 
two hundred and eighty dollars. That's not. That's pretty reasonable. Either two eighty or three ten, somewhere there, around there. Would I would expect. I would expect the toilet costs like five hundred dollars. I just, poop in it. Why the fuck am I going to spend that much money on it? Because I want a good experience on the toilet. Did you gr did you get one that's like just your standard toilet, or did you like look for anything in specific? The, the the thing that we wanted was you know how normally when you sit on the toilet behind you, there's like that bend that you can see on the side. Mm -hmm. We uh -huh. wanted one that was smooth on the sides that covered up that bend. That way you don't have to like dust it or clean that. Oh, the little oh. like base. Right, it's like smooth so all the way across it's the just side. Flush? Ooh, right, that's smart because that always gets so dirty. It always gets dirty. Yeah. It's a smart man. Those it, little flakes that was worth toilet paper when you wipe your ass. Smart man. Two hundred eighty dollars well spent. And there's you know there's poo particles. What's up? No. Yeah, smart, That's right? Good idea. Yeah. My toilet is decked out because I got that like little bidet attachment, but I also have a squatty potty. Bling. I don't think squatty potties work. Apparently See, they don't. I now I ha I have to have something there when I poop. I ha we have I even drag a little trash can in front of the toilet when I'm at a hotel so I could put my legs up on it. Oh, oh put your okay. legs on. Got it. Yeah. Oh no. The trash can. Just needed I the end of that story. On it. Yeah. Yes. That's like something Christopher Maris put my feet on it. We have I I put it to you that. Your diet does more in in deciding how well you poop more than the position of your legs. Because, I would agree. Because uh, I've used we have a squatty potty at the at the bungalow. It does nothing for my fecal experience. You might need experience. something that is higher, more elevated. You how high do I gotta fucking go when you're, when you're shitting? Because it's like it's like up to put you in a squat position. I'm in a squat position on the thing, but when once I changed my diet around. And start eating a lot more clean. Now I, I poop like a goddamn shooting aces. Yeah. Whenever uh, I've never had to do this before, I had to report my neighbors uh, recently Shit or someone that lawn. was in my in my hall because they we do uh, valet garbage service. You know where you leave your trash can out and people come by and, and pick that. it up. It's it's nice. I never use it. I don't know why. I, I just never use it. I use they, it constantly. Well, anyways, these guys have their trash can out, and it's been out for like what feels like four or five days. Oh, is it stinking up the hall and everything? And every time I've walked by, it's just been like this sour asshole smell, <sighs> and I literally have to like cover up my nose. Well, this morning on my way back from the gym, I was like, I looked into it, and it was like a quarter of the way filled with some sort of brown liquid. And I don't know if it was like sewage or vomit or spilt like food and beer, but I had to like report it because it smelled so fucking terrible. Why wouldn't uh, they just take it to the dumpster? I don't know. And the thing is, is like I'm pretty sure I've seen the people that live there, and they're like they're nurses or something, like something that's oh, like, so it's it's really something gross in there. Maybe, but it's like it's like a job that you would think would require cleanliness and and not leaving your raw sewage out in the fucking hallway. Yeah, I hate when people do that. For apartments that are, have like an interior hallway and they leave their like cardboard or their trash out in the hallway instead of yeah. just taking it to the, the dumpster. It's like you're just dirtying up everyone's space. Yeah. And stinking it up. I had to burn. Oh, shit. You forget to do something? Yeah, I think I didn't put out a candle. I had to burn a candle in my house today because. uh Blaine doesn't have a house anymore. <laughs> Can he live with you? Were you going to light a candle and leave it unattended that at home? Sounds like that's no, it's, it was incense, so I guess it's it burns out eventually, but still, it's kind of a hazard. I think I no, I put it out because, yeah, because I considered doing you know, with like Don't where you put that. it on your tongue because I was like, that'd be cool, but then I didn't. If you do that, I will need you to film it, film and just send it to me. There was a movie I saw recently where somebody does that where they like, you know, movies and that aren't could real, be right? you, and that like could be you, said, yeah, yeah, Mo cool. movies aren't real, Shh. just so you know. So, what? Yeah. The metal man came from the future. 
and that, he was naked and man. he was all beefy and muscly and dun, Blaine can dun, be that dun, someday. Someday. Dude, I was looking at pictures dun, of Schwarzenegger dun, dun, lately. Uh, it's looking good. Dun, dun, I'm really happy dun, for him. Dun, dun, I think he's going through some health issues. Like current pictures? Mm-hmm. Who? Yeah. I think he's like embracing his current hair color, whatever it is. Who? Schwarzenegger. Okay. And he's got like a beard going and he just looks so fucking cool. Like, God, I love How that guy. How old is he now? How old is he? Yeah. I want to say if I had to take 43. a guess, 74 or 77. I think Stallone and he are up in their oh, 70s. 71. 71. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, great. Um, yeah. He's, He's going to be in the new Terminator, right? Yeah. He was supposed to be the new Predators, but apparently he turned it down because he da, da, didn't have da, as big da, of a role as he wanted. Da, but uh, da, da, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I'm curious. Okay. I'm curious to see what they're going to do with the Terminator franchise because it's like I feel like they've rebooted it three times. Ah, uh, but the timeline is pretty perfect and all the narratives go together really well. They really don't. I guess you <laughs> Who, could. Is Cameron directing the new one? No, I think he's a producer on it. Um, the guy that's directing it. I'm trying to think what else he did. I don't know. They're bringing back. Uh, it's, it's coming out in 2019. Yeah. Wow. That's he's cool. running some sort of like fundraiser or something to end like. He's like doing some campaign to end gerrymandering, and you can win a chance to go out and film with him or, or hang out with him oh, on, cool. on set. And I, I'm probably going to enter in that because I want to hang out with Schwarzenegger. Well, that's, a, that's also an admirable uh, endeavor. Ending gerrymandering. Well, the thing is, he's like, okay. Okay. well, I, I don't want to get too political, but yeah, he, not go for it. I don't care. I, I know I gave you shit earlier. But he's he he was a Republican. He ran. You know, he was like a Republican governor of California. And aren't the Republicans the ones that are typically the ones that are supporting gerrymandering? It, it, it typically it goes either way. I would say whichever party it has be, control typically wants the wh- tip, whatever party has control when the lines are being drawn typically wants them to favor them. Right. Okay. So I'm not going to blame one party necessarily more than another. Uh, but in in Texas right now, the lines favor Republicans. Tim Miller is directing it, and he directed Deadpool one and a couple of other movies that are. And he's doing he's fine. doing the next Terminator. Yes, that's yeah, cool. Yeah, he did dead. Looks like just Deadpool. He was well. He was a stunt coordinator before that. I'm not sure. No, that was John Wick's director. Uh, I was I, I the other little couple weeks ago when uh, Burt Reynolds died. I was watching. I guess that night I forgot what what network it was on some on some cable network that night. They had a documentary about like the making of Smokey and the Bandit, hmm. and they talked about how I guess like the director for that movie was. Someone who was known as a, a stunt person, like had yeah. started like, um, like the stunt company and everything, and that's why like Smoking the Bandit is so iconic for like all the crazy car chases and all the really wild stunt work. And it was interesting because I haven't seen that movie since I was a kid, but as an adult to go back and watch it and see like all the thought process that goes into it and mm-hmm. like how they make that movie, especially now that we work in production, it's like oh, that's all like really cool. I feel like watching anything now after working in production for a couple of years. You look at things so differently. Yeah, it ruins a lot of things. Though. It does. Dude, yeah. I was gonna say screenwriting class in college fucking destroyed me because whenever I was watching movies, I'd be like, interior bar, uh, you know, <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger, begrudgingly, uh, give me your clothes. You know, I was like, I was seeing everything in screenplay format. Yeah. Now, whenever I, I watch two people having a conversation in a movie or a TV show. I'm always thinking like this is all one camera shot, and then the other person's angle. It's like all one thing. Yeah, it's like oh, they're not actually looking at each other. Their yeah. eye lines are off. Or like this is clearly a stand-in, mm-hmm. or whatever it is. It just kind of takes you out of it. Drink a lot of beer. Blaine, shut up. Uh, he likes I'm beer. I'm an adult. You get a booth. I'm gonna I'm gonna boof this beer. I was watching go Devil's Triangle later. Yeah, let's go watch watch Devil's Triangle. Um, <laughs> I was watching Molly's Game this yeah, weekend. Uh, nice. And. <laughs> 
This is why we need corners. a blame I don't, cam. I don't need to participate in this podcast. You're watching Molly's games. Uh, who cares? Um, chest stain. There's a scene where uh, Idris Elba, who's playing her lawyer, explains to Jessica, to Molly, why she's of interest to this court case involving the Russian mob. And so behind Idris Elba is a whiteboard, and he starts drawing on the whiteboard these initials of the, the characters that are involved with this Russian mafia thing. And the first thing he does is he draws three Ps for this Russian mafia group. And I watched him draw the three Ps, and then the camera keeps cutting back to Jessica, and he does this long, very Aaron Sorkin-esque monologue, uh, you know, explaining the whole thing. So it keeps cutting back and forth between him and Jessica. And the very first time it cuts back to him, I immediately notice that the Ps he wrote were different Ps. Mm. And so I was like, oh, it's a different take. Mm. And so I couldn't stop noticing every Continuity. single time they kept going back and forth, because oh, no. it did it about eight times in that monologue. And the monologue's great, and Elba gives a great performance, and they obviously cut together the best, you know, job of what he did. But it was very noticeable because these peas were in every single shot, and you couldn't help but notice yeah. the loops were different every single time, or they were longer. There's one of those times where you just you, the continuity of a movie can distract you from actually experiencing the scene. Although I've seen I'd seen the the scene already. I've and, seen some comedy specials on Netflix where um, sometimes what they do is the performer will perform either like two or three times, right. the same um, stand-up bit, mm -hmm. and they take the best of yeah. every single one and like intersperse it to make one long comedy special. Bo Burnham actually points it out in his by yeah. saying costume change. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize that. Yeah. But uh, there's some comedians where um, they don't address it. Usually they never do. But if you look at the audience, the audience changes. Yeah. So if you like pay attention to one single person in a, the front row and that person changes, yeah. it ugh, completely ruins it for me. It's kind of weird because you just think of them recording just one special. Yeah. But they're just like any other production do, where they want yeah. the best takes. Do, do they wear the same wardrobe? Yeah. Mm -hmm. oh, they wear the same weird. thing. Huh. It's a very, it's, it's like it's a completely common practice. I didn't know that. It's to yeah. make the like the viewer think that this is all just one fluid comedy special. There was this one time where uh, a group of us went to, I think it was like Jimmy Kimmel Live. He does the South by Southwest show. Used to. Used to. Is he not anymore? He didn't do it this past year. Oh, okay. Um, I wonder if he just got run out of Texas because he lost, lost Ted Cruz in a basketball game. Um, so he was doing his live show. And they did a musical performance. And I think we, we might have talked about this on the podcast before, but they did this musical performance and they said the crowd shots weren't very good. The crowd wasn't enthusiastic enough. So like, we're going to go ahead and we're going to perform again. We need you guys to be extra big this time. Yuck. And then like everyone fucking left. I was just like, all right, fuck this. Like, I didn't like the musical guests anyways. We all just like left. And uh, yeah, it was, it was a really awkward yeah, thing. That's a very odd request to make for an audience to, hey, do better. We're gonna do the exact same thing again. Well, it was it was, it was bad too because like you could tell that the hype man was like, oh, I don't want to have to do this to this fucking crowd. And he was just like get up there and was like, guys, hey, let's get uh, energy, energy T-shirts. Uh, all right, we need to do it again, but be more excited. And just people are just like, mm, 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 just left. Wow, I do think there like there needs to be something said for being a good audience member when you do do a live taping of something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like I think there almost needs to be like a. A training beforehand of well, just like normally well, have, like the, the hype person like he's talking about comes yeah. out and like tells but just you, hey, like you we... need to have kind of it's kind of like when we have an audience around the spot you kind of have to have exaggerated um reactions to things because you know you are essentially dictating to the viewer that this is a funny moment right whenever the audience laughs this is a funny moment and so like if the audience is like a little more shy or quiet and don't laugh as much out loud it's almost like that's why we just have laugh tracks for on the spot <laughs> well every, no, every time you've ever heard anybody laugh laugh track it's actually like any time we've done a live 
always open. Mm -hmm. They have been my favorite always open because you feed off the audience's reaction and laughter. And yeah. you know when you're doing well. And you're like, oh, yeah, my confidence. It just helps like all that. around. Yeah. And I think like with, with live tapings, like there almost does need to be something where it's like if you find something funny, laugh. Don't be afraid to laugh. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and I think, I think often people are though, a little more timid about it maybe sometimes. May maybe oh, what we should do is fill the room with some sort of gas. And then they'll some they'll sort all of laugh. laughing gas. Yeah, yeah. That's oh, I was just gonna fart a bunch. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought that would do it. This is uh, to talk about doing things live. We did you know podcast five hundred live in front of uh, an audience. I thought that went really well, but uh, who was I think before this show? Mike was telling me that this is right now. This is episode five one two. Oh, area code. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's Austin area code. It's like oh, I didn't didn't even realize it. You did it. The last episode of RT Podcast. And <laughs> that's it. We're done. Cut the cameras. Dave from Iowa. Oh. <laughs> no. Wait, come back. I love how quickly you can call that out. That means they're fucking ready on the button at any moment. They're just like waiting for the moment to cut the camera. I mean, you kind of have to be on a live show. If some, some cut Barbara's camera. Yeah. <laughs> come back. Jack. No, don't ever go to Barbara. Just Blaine. You gonna let John tell you what to do? <laughs> wow, really? Okay. You can't go over there. Cut to John. <laughs> yeah. Make no podcast. Uh, wait. <laughs> oh, no. We were talking about movies, and I wanted to bring up how funny it is that. Uh, so I was under the impression that after the acquisition that Disney bought Fox, it's Fox's entities, that they were going to bury uh, uh, X Men. Dark Phoenix. <laughs> Every time I bring up a topic, it just ends. Really Every time I bring up a topic. Uh, I'm, it's like I'm on the Muppets. And these are just, I'm just the human part of a Muppet show. Can what about the Dark Phoenix? Can we do the rest of the podcast this way? We can do the rest of the podcast. So I'm just going to act like I had something interesting to say and not every time I talk, people make physical jokes happen. Uh, what are you doing, Blaine? Oh, I thought you were walking away. <laughs> no, what about the Dark Phoenix? It's one of the things I've listed to talk about. Okay, so, when they bought it, Stop I was in the impression that they were going to bury that movie. Because it, it wasn't something that anybody was really excited about in the first place. And then Disney is very protective of their IPs, knows mm -hmm. the importance of their IPs. Well, and Disney I, also, like, whenever they acquired Star Wars, they just cut all the Star Wars shit that was in correct. development. And they just, like, clean slate, here we go. So, and since we hadn't seen much about Dark Phoenix, and, and it's been kept in a rap story for the most part, and I think it already had, like, a bit of a tumultuous uh, production schedule. I Singer figured, on it? Really uh, quick, sorry. Is Brian Singer on it? Directing? I'll look. No, I don't think he's directing, I but I'll look. I think, I think so. he's. I think he's just uh, probably a producer. producer. Exactly. So I was under the impression that was going to happen, and we it's it's getting it was getting so close to its release, and we hadn't seen anything. And then a little while ago, they released Simon Kinberg as the director. Gotcha. Mm. Uh, um, so I'm just trying to answer his question. Brian Singer. I don't see him. Okay. So then they released the trailer, and I was like, oh, okay. So they're they're making some hype about it, and actually releasing marketing materials. And then after the trailer for like a day, they were putting out a lot of imagery and talking about speculation. It was all the talk on all the blogs and all the twitters and everything like that. And then two days later, they delayed it uh, four, five months later, four months later, and buried it one month after Infinity War two. I thought it was. Release date. I thought Dark Phoenix was coming out like in February. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't didn't you theorize that they were gonna do like straight to DVD or home? I, well, that's what I was saying before the trailer came out. I was like, they're gonna probably put this on some sort of SVOD system or or like Disney's like yeah. Paid, yeah. They'll do that, and that's gonna happen. And then the trailer came out. I thought like, oh, that my theory is totally moot. Um, but they delayed it another 
four months. Mm -hmm. It's going to come out after Infinity War. I think it's not going to ever come out still. It's I not, guess it's not going to come out after Infinity. Is it Infinity War Part Two in summer? I thought it was uh, April or no, May. No, May. No, but I'm saying Dark Phoenix is coming out in February. No, Dark Phoenix is now coming out in June. Oh, really? Dark Phoenix is now June 2019. When did that happen? Because when the trailer came. Is that right. what you're the it trailer... was two days after the trailer. It was two days after the trailer they announced a delayed release. I thought it was weird when the trailer said like February 14th. They're like, why would they release that movie on Valentine's Day? Yeah. It was supposed to be February, which was already right. June 7th. Right. Which was already a delay from its previous release date. It had a previous delay so, release date that was sooner. It's Whoa. essentially been delayed a year. It's at been this delayed point. twice and now is buried behind the next Avengers movie. Also, I just looked up the director's credit. Guess what else he's directed? X-Men 3 Last Stand. Nothing. Because <laughs> that's what this movie is. Oh, yeah. No, he hasn't directed anything. He was like the producer on some decent stuff. The Martian. Yay. We've also seen Fantastic Four. Uh, they also Logan, are, are consolidating and uh, Kevin Feige is going to be overseeing the X-Men franchise yeah. as well now. Which I'm happy for. That'd yeah. be cool. I mean, and I feel like now's a good time because like we've have like a good like chapter break in the what Marvel is the next Cinematic Universe. X-Men movie. The next X-Men is X-Men Dark Phoenix. It's, oh, oh, right. It's, uh, yeah. Gene Storm. It's the, it's Gray the sequel Bad. to X-Men Apocalypse with the continuation it's, of Sophie Turner's Jean Grey story. Yes. Gotcha. It's going to be dumb, and I don't like it. I, I, re I really want to like it. Now, I really want it to do well, but the trailer didn't do anything for did me. Did you like Apocalypse? I was not as offended by Apocalypse as you were. I didn't think Apocalypse was good, but I didn't hate it. Okay. Uh, I was like, okay, I watched it. That yeah. that was enough. It wasn't watch Infinity War twice in a row no, on a flight. No, God no. <laughs> I watched Infinity War twice on the way to London. Wow. <laughs> well, yeah. I didn't know. No, that was, I watched it and I was like, finished. that was good. I want to watch it again. Uh, that's no, you immediately started it again and watched it again. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, sorry, I didn't. Know, I didn't realize that the Phoenix movie was yeah. that you were talking about was yeah, the X Men. That's the next X Men movie that's that coming out. And the trailer came out like I don't know a week or so ago. Not to be mistaken by Joaquin Phoenix. No, totally who's, different. Who's a man and not a film? Yeah, he is a man. He's a very you, More you know. You were talking about how, um, and I did the same thing, where I saw Thor Ragnarok in theaters, and I haven't rewatched it. Yes. And I thought it was good. Yes. But like, there's a lot of people going on about how it's their favorite, favorite one of the whole yeah. series. And you said you rewatched it recently, and you think it's like, yeah. When the I saw it in movie, I've only seen it twice. I saw it in theaters. Um, I liked it a lot. It wasn't. I wasn't going as crazy as everybody was because I had some criticism. I thought I was like, I don't really like what they did with like Scourge was kind of a weird character inclusion, and I didn't like what they did with Hela. It's different than what I expect them to do, and it's definitely not how the comic is. And and they've kind of retconned a lot of stuff, and it was a little tonally weird to me. Mm -hmm. So I had just had some criticisms for it, um, but I still enjoyed it. And then I rewatched it for the first time um, uh, this weekend, and. I've come to the conclusion that movie is basically perfect and yeah. fantastic. Yeah. I think I've watched huh. that movie four times now. Wow. I fucking... I, I think when I left the theater watching Thor Ragnarok, I said, I wish every movie was Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. Like, that I movie actually, is damn. so good. Would you I, call it your favorite movie then? Um, I don't know, because then Black Panther came out, and I think I like Black Panther more. Like, Marvel was just like... Knocking telling it, it out like of the, the last yeah, three or four movies did have like a three period three movie yeah yeah and i, I, mean, they, I and i think infinity war bad and i think infinity war is better than those other two yeah really yeah wow. but yeah ragnarok was i mean like when i was a, i wish thor ragnarok had come out when i was a little kid i yeah. wish i was like 12 or 13 and that such, movie came out yeah it's such a fun movie that can be enjoyed by all ages yeah. it's visually amazing that's why i was i was 
I, ca- I think I kept putting off watching it because I, I didn't have a really good TV, and so I didn't want to watch this very obviously visual movie on a shitty screen. Yeah. And so I finally have a TV that's kind of nice, and so I watched it, and it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I and I, I'm amazed that Taika Waititi, who has no experience prior to that movie with big budgets like that, was able to pull together a a movie that's that good. And obviously, if he's able to do it, he had a team of people that were amazing. Because a director who doesn't have that much experience can't just pull that out of his ass. Mm-hmm. Like he has to have people that are on board that are just like, yeah, we're gonna make some I fucking mean, cool shit. Well, and shout out to the studio for trusting him to do that. And so for, weird, you know, thinking that he could execute on that. Yeah, it's like you know that guy who did what we do in the shadows and Hunt for the Wilder People. We should give him a giant superhero blockbuster <laughs> film that is a third yeah. in a series. Normally, and normally that's a bad sign. Like we're talking about Dark Phoenix. Like, oh, that guy hasn't directed anything else. Like, yeah. he really hasn't. Done well, he anything. had he had directed good stuff. I'm, I'm just saying. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, but genre wise. Why would you hand the reins over? Um, no, it was a ballsy move, and I'm glad that it paid off. I think like Edgar Wright was the attempt at that, and it just didn't pan out. I wish, I wish they would do that. With I feel like we would have had a, something really cool if Edgar Wright had done it. Yeah, that being said, I, I feel like he. I've heard he's kind of a bear to work. Oh, with. I'm sure. I'm sure. And but yeah, so is Nolan. And, and What's he going to do, Ragnarok? Nolan I thought. Is? Yeah, I thought he was going to do Ant Man. He's going to do Ant Man, and okay. then he, they yeah. parted for uh, artistic differences. Which I think at that time, what I think was, was at the time Disney still wasn't ready to take chances. And so they, they wanted safe. Sorry, me and Blaine are just making jokes over here to each other. Cool. We're good, we're good friends. I'm just going to get on my phone. No. It's fine. It's all good. It's good. Yeah, what are you yeah, talking about? No, I don't know what I was talking about. It's fine. I was just, I was accidentally, sometimes when I'm like listening to someone talk, I just, I stare and I'm not like looking at anything in particular. I'm just kind of listening. And Blaine, I guess, caught me mid stare. And it was a magical moment. I have a good podcast to recommend that you listen to if you like to listen to this. It's the RT podcast. Maybe you've heard of it. No. I don't know where this joke's going. I don't know either. It is going to fizzle out. What do you think about the Captain Marvel trailer? And it's dead. We were talking about it a second ago. <laughs> I, I thought it was okay. I, I, like, I don't know. I, I never read I don't think I, it was a good trailer. I think they're I trying I to tingle it. those like Wonder Woman feelings that, you know. It just wasn't, it just wasn't a good Trailer, like trailer design is a thing. They yeah. must have known that that shot of her punching the old lady was going to become a thing. Oh on the yeah, internet. yeah, that was I mean, pretty funny. But it yeah. was funny, but like, like I get it. it. The she, rest of the trailer was very like this very serious well, kind of tone to it. All I really remember is her punching the old lady, and then she, her she kept getting knocked down and kept standing up. Like, okay, I get it. She yeah. gets knocked down and she gets back up. I am a huge Brie Larson fan. And I obviously love MCU, but that trailer gave me yeah. no confidence I'm, in it. In I'm it. sure the movie's sure going to be, be great, great, but it didn't instill anything in me. Marvel's well, it, been on such a tear. It kind of sucks right now, too, because I guess, well, so Black Panther had been established in Avengers, and you'd already seen him in a movie before Civil they War. gave him Civil his, War, yeah. like, his, you know, or he wasn't really even an origin movie, but, like, I feel like now that we've gotten through all the origins and stuff like that, to go back and have another one, and, like, tonally, it just kind of looks like, the other Captain America movie did, you know, or like Captain America, the first Avenger. Like, I'm just, I'm not super excited about it. I don't know what the hook of this one is. You yeah. know? Yeah. Like, I'm hoping that the, the time that it takes place, like the nineties, it's not like a crutch. Yeah. It's I like, guess. Oh, the, it's not all like weird nostalgia. Like remember blockbuster, like she falls into the, like yeah. that kind of stuff. Oh, and I, you know, I guess Sam Jackson's in it. So that should be fun. He was from the nineties. Sure was. Was he in a cocaine commercial? He was not. I don't think he was ever in a cocaine a commercial. A 90s cocaine commercial. A 90s cocaine commercial. Go. Okay, Eric. Um, yeah, I, I'm still going to go see it. They still have my They have my money. But, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't really know what's, I'm curious to see, uh, what it's going to do for me. 
the trailer right before it comes out. Does like, anybody, right now we're still like in teaser territory. Does, does anybody on the set know who Captain Marvel is, what her powers are, what her origin is? I is know. she a complete mystery? She fights I, aliens. Because I assume she's a mystery to most well, I don't know much about, Correct. like, I don't know much about comic book. Right. Like, um, but like prior to Iron Man, you could have like painted at least a somewhat picture of Iron Man. Uh, yeah, somewhat. But with Captain Marvel, I guess my first assumption was that she's one of the first superheroes in the Marvel universe because her name is Captain Marvel. Ninety. <laughs> um, but it's not true. But I love that. I love is that. Is it true that like originally it was a guy? Yes. Okay, that I knew. Yeah, and then like she says Shazam, and then she transforms. Yes. Right. That's yes. Accurate. Okay. Okay. It's yeah, accurate. Yeah. yeah. But then yeah. Shazam is another. No, and then I'm she reads from the Berenstein no, Bears. And then she reads the Berenstein Bears and solves a Rubik's Cube and defeats uh, Darkseid. And watches. Saved by the Bell. That's good. I'm trying to think of a good, yeah. Yeah. It's good. Have you heard of the, uh, uh, we probably talked about it, the Mandela thing, the Mandela effect? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Berenstein, when I learned that. Berenstein, yeah. I was like, what? (laughs) Um, Did you hear about those, speaking of trippy things, did you hear about those uh, teenagers who broke into a marijuana store in Colorado? No. They please tell me it ended badly. They broke. They they, they broke into died. the storefront <laughs> uh, and they smashed all the display cases to steal all the weed that was in the display cases. Mm-hmm. But the store knows that people are going to do this, so they only put oregano in the display cases. And the weed's actually stored in safes in the gonna back. I was going to say they probably put fake stuff out front. Wow. So the kids broke in and stole a bunch of oregano. Wow. They say it oregano in Europe. Oregano. Yeah. They were in Colorado, so they stole so oregano. So what? What? Uh, did they still get arrested and stuff? Because it's still breaking and entering. And still breaking and entering. But I they don't left. think they found them yet. Uh, let me see. According to the, it's a pretty good, like, prank, I guess, to play on crooks. That's, yeah. Wow. Uh, as of the time it? of this, they had not been caught yet. Pretended to get a group high. of teens stole <laughs> a van and crashed it into a pot shop in Colorado. They were dispens- the dispensaries display cases and left with what they thought was armfuls of weed. So they left with oregano. Yeah, but they just left with oregano. They yes. had to have smoked it. Maybe yeah. they just had to have smoked it. They said everything. Like even they have like joints in the display cases. Like they're like, yeah, it's just all filled with oregano. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Okay. Why would I've, they put any real product in that? Right. You wouldn't I, waste it. Why would you do yeah. that? Yeah. I have never smelled weed. And I've never smelled oregano. Is there any chance those could ever be? No. 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 Okay. No. Just don't know. I don't know. There, nope. No. Okay. There's a lot of stories that I wish I could tell about that, but don't, shouldn't. Well, it's good that you started it. Yeah, it's good that you alluded to it. <laughs> no one was you asking. Told, you told the one in LA, I think, before. Which is the one in LA? Or maybe Seattle. Yeah, Seattle. No, I told the Seattle. Seattle. I'm thinking of my West Coast cities wrong. Spe- speaking of fake stuff, uh, I saw that there's a company that will sell you Fake Martian dirt. What? Do they tell you that it's Martian? They like a fake? A, it's a simulation of what soil on Mars is like. Oh, that's not fake then. That's just... So is uh, it like simulation? on a chemical level? Is it? There's got to be a different like word for the that. The composition. They Imitation? have a word for it. Let me find Imitation. it. Well, before I get too far away from it, I, I feel like I saw an article very recently about how you could now bring or smoke weed at the LA airport. The, oh, yeah, they, they, will, they will not... Confiscate marijuana at the at LAX, like but they say you need to ch- you need to check the laws of the state you're going. Right, to. you can uh, leave LAX okay. with 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 weed. Doesn't mean you're going to land somewhere that is okay with you having right. weed. Interesting. Okay. So they call the fake Martian soil simulant. That's nice. 
It's uh, twenty dollars per kilogram. Oh, can we buy? We some? should buy some for the podcast. Eric, buy us some Mars. Yeah, buy fake Mars. Okay, you got it. Yes. Uh, I, I want to taste it. They're trying. They, they 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 make it so that people can research like growing crops and how water interacts with it. And for uh, the idea is that eventually, when we do start going to Mars, we have an idea of how to do things. Oh, that's it's good. It's created by the University of Central Florida. Oh, that's cool. And can we get enough it? for a sandbox? NASA has bought some already. Yeah, so, sure. NASA bought some from these people? Yeah. You think NASA would be like... I would think they would develop it. I guess it's cheap. $20 a kilogram? Like, anything NASA does has to be super expensive, right? What's a, ki- a kilogram? 2.2 2 pounds. 2.2. Okay, yeah. I had to do that conversion rules. Can we get a sandbox of fake Martian dirt for extra life? Uh, that would be a Jack question, wouldn't it? We could send Jack to Mars. That could be a, an extra We do have a budget. And then we just like, we have a little side set. Here's potatoes. Grow this shit. I kind of want to do like, make it into Mars mud and then like cover my body in it. You know, just for the hell of it. Nice. Like, and then I do what? No, you have to finish out this story. What's the next step, Blaine? Exfoliate and <laughs> have healthier skin, John. Yeah. <laughs> if you ever go to the Dead Sea in Israel, just rub that mud all over you. Okay. You I want to dead people though? Yep. Yep. They grind up dead people, put them in what? the sea. And no, 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 no. I'm not being. I'm not being an asshole. There is a. Oh, okay. I really need you to start designating when you're not being an asshole. There's a body of water that <laughs> they that is popular for like it's you know like dead people minerals and the qualities of the the yeah and all that shit. But then like there's people swimming in it, but then they're also just putting corpses out to float. What? Yeah, I think it might be in. I, don't know. I think it's a it river in India. India. I believe it's the Gangsi. Yeah, and then I, maybe I don't know. But anyways, yeah, you can that like sound correct. Dead bodies. Gang- Ironically there. enough, that is not Gang- the Dead Sea in Israel, Gen- 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 which would be an appropriate you're, you're, you're name. There, Genji, 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 Genji. Genji is an Overwatch character. Ganges. Ganges. I see it here. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean that would suck. You could just be going. I wouldn't want to swim in that water. That's probably good. You wouldn't want to swim in that water. Dead you shouldn't. Dudes. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be weird. Yeah. Uncomfortable. I'm trying to read up and see if people actually do put dead bodies in it or not. Do you ever freak out like while you're in the ocean and just think about all the wildlife around you? Yes. And then just kind of like, or like you'll like look out the ocean and the beach will be out of your peripheral vision and you're just like, oh, that's just nothingness. This is terrifying. I'll tell you what's even more terrifying to me. And I didn't realize that I thought I might be the only person in the world who had this fear until someone else on the internet told the story. And Giant it- things? Is it giant things? It's not giant things. It's almost like when someone first described ASMR and I was like, that's something else somebody else can experience? Like, mm-hmm. it was great. Um, no, it, it's this fear. Like, when I was a kid, I'd be in a pool and I'd be fine. And then I'd go in the deep end and I'd be fine until the thought crept into me. What if there was a shark in this pool? Now, I know there's no shark in this pool. Uh-huh. Yeah. But my little, like, lizard brain was like, but what if there was right now and it tried to get your foot right now? Uh, and I would immediately get overtaken with fear and have to get out of the water. I don't, it doesn't matter. You can, I can see into the pool and see the bottom. There was some way the shark could I feel hide. Like that's a common fear amongst kids, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jaws, like, but it's that, very, yeah. Some people were saying that they had a hard time going to the bathroom, like the toilet, because, you know, it's like water. Yeah. And, and this is the fear I had before seeing Jaws. Yeah. It's just I had that, and uh, it was Justin McElroy told this story on my brother, my brother, and me, and and he like he made this whole funny thing about glass shark, um, but yeah, like described as glass shark, you know, is going to get you in the in the pool, and I and it was the like, most <gasps> it was the most one of the most validating experiences of my life that someone has had had this irrational. I had fear. a I had a fear of mine realized when I saw the movie Gravity with uh, mm. Sandra Bullock. Yes, George um, Clooney. The idea, the concept of 
being like, let's say you're in a spacesuit and you're attached to some wire attached to something else and that detaches and you just go flying. Mm -hmm. The idea of just being suspended in space without able to control yourself or go back to um, just flailing the, the ship or anything like yeah. that. And you're just like lost, lost essentially just like floating for all eternity. Yeah, yeah. Pretty that to me, is I mean, it would so be only for a couple days. Well, you could also just like I just it. Yeah. yeah, you know, at that point. But I the uh, I found a Reddit for it and I'm not it's not exactly a fear, but it does kind of give me these like nice tingly sensations that are like, oh, that's kind of creepy. Um, it's not a fear, but it gives you nice tingly sensations. It's not like it's like heights. Like no one's like, oh, I love heights. You know, like I think heights will give you an a, adrenaline, a, a, a reaction no matter what, you know. Um, but like uh, large things, big things, like seeing a giant ship like up close or like certain buildings or or like mountain, you know, cliffs and things like that, like just mm -hmm. like giant things. It's it's kind of spooky but also like really cool. I'm not following this at all. No? What is scary? What is it's scary? Like a big ship, you close to a big ship is scary? Yeah, it's just the sheer fucking mass and scale so like and if you were size of this standing thing. next to like a like a cruise ship, you'd get scared? Well, I guess it's like Imagining like there's like a big old statue of Jesus and he's like doing this whole thing and it's I think it's in Brazil I don't know fucking know. Uh, but it's just like it's a it's just a giant man and just like imagining if that was like a real thing Imagine if it was instead of that if it was a giant sexy plane <laughs> Full circle. And she was looking at you. Yeah air Canada, baby yeah. air Brazil getting hot right now <laughs> uh, All yeah. right. Well, let's wrap this up people uh, actually people in chat Believe you. Who is that? Ben Maurer. I completely understand, Blaine. I have that. I what? I giant fear of giant things? I it's guess, not a yeah. fear. It's kind of just like being like, kind of like, oh, wow. Well, so big. Like your like breath's almost taken away when yeah. you experience it. Well, I think it's just you're just made to feel small. I don't yeah. Know. All right. Well, let's wrap this up. Uh, thanks, everybody, for watching. We'll see Extra you guys life. next time. Boy. Check it out. Bye. Bye.